rest every time I get on my phone. There's always some mess. I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. A coming of age, but in real life. Welcome back. Welcome back to the 12th episode of Coming of Age, but in real life, a podcast by me, Osada Lord. Yep, exactly. Um, before I get into this episode, make sure you follow me on all my social medias, my Instagram, my Twitter, um, what else? My TikTok. And, um, I'm sorry, I'm in East Croydon right now. You know, I'm in London. I'm in London. That's a lie. Um, and my accent's really bad, so. Anyways, that is not the point. Um, I'm selling art prints right now. The link's inside that little description. Osadler.bigcartel.com. Yep, go and make sure you follow the Instagram podcast and you follow the um, the podcast so you get any notifications for any updates or any new episodes. You can be the first one to listen and have a key key with me, of course. And I'm gonna just do a little intro of what i'm talking about we're uh, t- if, like the title and the description of course lets you know already but we are talking about the olivia jade red table talk interview conversation discussion whatever they want to call it and it's about the um, college admission bribery scandal of 2019 and um yeah and i'm just gonna go through like the background of the incident my reactions to like like the that there was actually going to be a tape red table talk and like i'm talking through the episode i actually watched it so if you haven't watched it don't worry i got you and um, i'm gonna talk about like the aftermath and like what i got from it and connected to like why is this why is it important today so background to the olivia jade incident so like last year around um yeah, so like, like last year, it, like it were made public like March 2019, and um, it was that like 30, uh, like 33 parents um, of college applicants were accused of paying more than 25 million dollars between uh, 2011 and 2018 to a William Rexinger, like an organizer, and like basically that fake exam scores and like bribed college officials to getting them into the universities and it was like a bunch of these rich parents and a lot of well-known ones and one of the biggest highlights were um lori whatever aunt becky from full house yep and olivia jade her daughter and basically um what happened was that laura harvey and uh, not harvey <laughs> wrong lori um, I'm Becky. I'm gonna just say I'm Becky because that's the easiest thing for me. I'm Becky, and her husband paid this William Rick Singer, which posed as like a college admission counselor, five hundred thousand dollars to get um, Olivia Jade and her sister into the University of Southern California by faking that they were on the rowing team. Five hundred thousand dollars to get into you to get into USC. Listen, I, 
listen i i applied to usc i actually got into usc trust and believe i will not be paying five hundred thousand dollars to get in uh-uh mm -mm. no and yeah and lord um lori not lori um olivia j was like in the center of like the like the students that were involved because she was probably like the biggest like she had a pretty successful youtube channel she had like brand deals she had her own makeup line all that and all that pretty much went away and it just basically just like shed light to like how academia and like rich people can just get into schools like without really doing anything like she didn't deserve to get into usc like whatever we're gonna talk about that later but let's get into the actual episode so the episode actually started out with like a pretty like sad like montage intro to like the olivia j situation and really talking about like how she lost all her youtube and like her brand deals and she just basically went into silence um from the public eye um for the past year which she really did i didn't like which she she really did and my reaction to that there was going to be a red table talk about olivia jade i was like wait i completely forgot about the situation like i completely forgot that <laughs> like i forgot like she was not we are in the middle of a pandemic we are in the middle of a panoramic a panini press a pentagram like what not a pentagram what is it a pyramid we all the peas we are in the middle of that um and she was the last thing on my mind <laughs> i'm sorry she's the last thing on my mind so when i heard that there was going to be a red table talk i was like why 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 her and why now like who's the demographic we're going for like jada uh i was like why is she going on a show with three black women to play out her little redemption arc i was like what is going on i was like and why would they let her on the show i was just so confused and a lot of people were confused too and yeah and i was like do i really i really don't care what she has to say like first of all she's gonna be fine regardless like she's a rich white girl in america she's gonna be fine she's going to be fine so i was like what does this show need and it's like whatever but red table talk has become the show of like um giving celebrities a quote-unquote second chance and um if you don't know the red table talk is a facebook um show with uh the smith the women of the smith family um willow smith jada uh jada smith and granny smith that's my fave because she was spilling and yeah so i was really confused about that like why this was show and this was happening and even after watching it i was still confused but let's get into the episode so as i was saying that there was like a quick little montage of like the situation i was like okay and i was like am i supposed to be feeling sorry for her like okay boohoo she lost brand deals she lost her makeup line okay she okay okay and um basically they were just uh then um actually before olivia jade even stepped on the t like was in the table there was a conversation between willow jada and granny and that was like probably my favorite part of the episode because it was actually real like they were saying like why was she here in the first place and granny made the best points because she didn't want um uh olivia to be on the show because there was like really no point and it's like why should we give this young rich white girl a platform 
to use us three black women as part of her second chance arc or like redemption arc i was like yes it was like she's gonna be fine regardless that's literally my main point and that's the, the title of the podcast she is going to be fine regardless like there's literally no why should we waste our time um pacifying her and jada what jada said irked me a little bit she was over here talking about like well um well i think we um society puts her in a box of you know like some young right rich uh rich girl kind of in the same way they they put willow and Jaden in a box i was like wait and i was like when i look at her i see willow and Jaden. i was like what do not disrespect my do not disrespect my cousins like that you know do not disrespect them like that what what do you greatest <laughs> i do not see i do not see them in her i do not see <laughs> i was like jada what are you talking about you think olivia jade and what she did is somewhat similar to willow and jada i was like what are you talking about what are you talking about no no unless you want to fess up and say you did something similar but i don't think that's the case like what you're you're making false equivalency and willow was just there like quiet with a stuck face because she didn't want to say nothing to her mama she was just there nodding and yep i was like oof and she uh, she was really stuck on giving like her a second chance i was like why do you want to be the like why do you think she's deserving of a second chance i just don't understand the purpose and the sympathy you're having for her i'm just i just don't understand and that's what really irked me about this entire interview because jada was really pacifying her like the questions that were being asked like the 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 whole conversation was like 30 minutes only two-thirds of that was like about what was going on and like the last third was just like oh how's your sister doing how's your this doing how's 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 how, how does your friends react to this and like they were just kiki and it was like you're annoying me and so she just got on there and just started talking about the situation and how she doesn't she didn't want to come on here to um to, like there's like she didn't want to come on here to like um try to uh, um make people forgive her or like saying like oh she didn't pacify what she did and like they said that we made a really big mistake and i was like yeah a big mistake i'm like first of all why are you even calling it a mistake and like just basically saying like um and i think but then she was like doubling down saying like she deserves a second chance and i was like why they never got into that part why do you think you deserve a second chance after what you did and i don't understand why people want to separate olivia j from what her parents did because she sat down on them rowing boats and took them fake pictures like she like she played as she played as much of a role in this as her parents did and she even said like oh like her parents did it out of love which i was like okay but that's not pacifying what she they did and I was just really confused as to what she was getting from this um, conversation at first. And then um, they were just going into um, details about their parents' situation. And she really felt like they were in jail. They're like, they're in jail right now. I was like, oh, like, I didn't actually know that they were in, like, they like actually got locked up and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was like that. But um and then she was talking about how it's like hard like um 
her parent, her parents, and especially her mom, like closest person to her, so it's like been really hard. I was like, okay, okay, like parent, okay. I was like, okay, I can, I can understand that. And she was just basically trying to go through the process of what was going on. And so you see, I mean, like how she worked really hard in high school, and like when it was time to apply to college, um, her mom was actually in like Canada, like working and stuff like that. So her dad was like the main one. Um, and they find like this college counselor, which is not a college counselor, but like a bribe, like a scammer, but like scamming these colleges, but it's like, whatever. And um, they started walking through the process and like they didn't, first of all, I am really mad that they, um, Jada and them didn't ask her a question about, okay, what role did you play in it? And she was talking about how like okay she worked really hard in high school and you know she was writing her usc um um essay about like her youtube and her brand deals and like how that helped with her and i was like okay you worked so hard in high school and then i was like okay and then but they didn't ask her so you so she she assumed that this whole thing this whole process that she went through was normal like um, because like everyone around her does it too and like all and that makes sense like she she is in a, like a bubble of like rich white um rich and wealthy like she's in that bubble of rich and wealthy so of course she's going to think it's normal and that there's nothing wrong with it so therefore when she did find out about this her first reaction and she was pretty honest with it too like she didn't think anything was wrong with what happened i was like okay that's the problem and she says like that's embarrassing that i didn't see anything because i remember like after this thing whole ca thing came out she started doing it like an instagram post of her like putting the middle finger up tagging all the press that's talking about about her i was like ooh, and they didn't even address that either which i'm like what's the point of having the interview if you're not going to address the actual topic at hand to the fullest capacity like y'all were pressing jordan woods about that incident with like tristan thompson and like chloe kardashian y'all were pushing her way more than y'all were pushing olivia day you gave her a pat on the back with these easy questions and uh, and she was just she, she did a pretty good job like she like whenever talked about like the privileged um it came to like the privileged section and then granted was really spearheading this conversation and how um they were like oh um we do you understand why people are mad at you and like what this has to do with like your privilege as a white girl and she 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 did pretty well answering those questions like oh yeah I, I know my privilege and that the fact that i didn't even know i had privilege really blinded me in the ignorance of me and my family and i'm i'm so sorry and i didn't like realize what the impact that it had until like i started really like um like i took my education for granted and i went to this um after school program with like inner city kids and just seeing how grateful they were for their like and how they really appreciate this after school program made me realize that me i didn't really appreciate what i had and i just want to use what privilege i have to make good and i was like okay she made a pretty good like blanket statement but at the end of the day i was like like she 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 prepped well and i'm saying she's prepped well because like yes she says the right quote unquote right things but she didn't really dive deep into it it was kind of like surface level white ally you know it was really surface level and like the the inner city after school program thing sounds like um 
when like girl like the like these white girls go on like mission trips and they start posting about the little them little kids from Africa they met for like a whole week talking about how blessed they are and like okay and I I, I wish they dived into like okay you're you realizing how you took your education for granted don't like I wish they press like okay it's great that you're feeling this like you're great you're feeling this but how about these students that you affected like you took you and your sister took a space granted you're just one person but you took a space from another student who's probably way 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 more deserving of getting into usc than you are and how that affects the grand scheme of not only that student that could have got in and besides you but like the whole like america as a whole and like you're taking space i wish they dived into that more like you and your parents were able with money to buy your way into a spot that some students work so hard to just get a chance a chance at getting in like usc is a pretty competitive school so she took away a space from a more deserving student her and her sister and i wish they really went into that so it's like it's always great like okay great you realizing how fortunate you are and the privilege you have why not realize okay why do i have this privilege and what does my privilege mean to other people like those inner city kids when they get old enough to get, um, apply for college and they have to go through all the um all, all the process they're going to be students that are doing the same thing that you and your parents did and they might not even get into those schools because they don't have the resources that you do to bribe your way into schools because in this day and age money gets takes you a long way so i wish they really dived into that and they didn't and um as much as they were talking about race, I think class plays a big role too. And Granny did um, talk about this a little. Like um, she was saying, like, oh, it's not, it's not like just a race thing, and it's not really a race thing. It's the fact that you, your parents used money to buy your way into school, and how that, how does that, um, and like that's like um, while it has to do. With, like they were talking about race a lot and they've talked about class a little mainly granny but i wish they talked about race and how race and class like intersect and what that means in the grand scheme like the college admission project um, um process but of course they didn't really talk about it because if they were going to talk about it the smiths would have to be involved too because they do also benefit from classism because they're also rich so i didn't really expect them to talk about that so it's fully fullest extent so yeah and um also with the way that um she was talking about her um her 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 parents and like oh they just really wanted to do the uh, wanted the best for me and my dad he really has like attachment issues so he wanted us to stay as close as we could and so they did he just did the way that they they um they knew how they could like they didn't go to college when they they didn't go to college when they wanted young and they really wanted to give it to us i was like okay that's cute but it's wrong and i don't think like intent 
and implication can be two separate things, but what really matters is the implication of the actions, not really the intent. Because you can have whatever intent you want, but if the impact is negative, then what happened? And I wish they really dived into that. Like, granted, I'm not saying like, oh, she needs to be like crucified on the cross. I don't know, like, like she needs to be like. I'm not saying that she needs to like, like. Okay, I'm not saying like she needs to be like, oh, like we just gonna bash her and all that stuff. No, but I'm like, at least push her. Like, she like, I I just really don't like how they're making this a redemption arc and like without even really understanding the implications of what she did in the fullest capacity and that that really irked me and um when they were talking about um her friends um how does your friends react to this and they said oh uh, she was talking about oh um i didn't really um like you know the ignorance that we have um and just in the bubble the bubble we're in and just really going into back into that bubble and it's like okay why is there a bubble and they hinted at it but they didn't really go deep into the conversation like like this is be and granny i really appreciate granny's role in the this um table talk because she was really like a, she she brought up and like sometimes what i wanted to like actually hit is like this isn't about you because one thing i didn't like about what jada did she kind of like not really villainized but it made her like granny seem like Oh, she's like though she's like the one really pushing her and like um but i i'm glad like i'm glad uh, um, granny said like okay this i'm it might seem like i'm really attacking you right now and i just don't want you to make i just don't want you to feel like this is personal because this is not only about you this is an like there are more students like you that are able to do this that have families that are able to do this and i think that's the biggest takeaway that i have from it like this is better this is bigger than you this is an entire issue this is an entire construct that is able to happen like this was from 2011 to 2018 you're telling me all the times before that time and even now like we are in the middle of the college admission season once again and class of 2025 i like i just keep thinking like okay how many students are getting into these schools illegitimately because they have money because they have connections because they have class um advantages because they have race advantages and the intersectionalities between race and class and this actually came out the 2019 um, admission scandals um after i was already done with the application pro um, process and i was just like waiting on decisions and it just made me feel like really bad because it's like here i am like a low-income black student i'm gonna be trying my best i'm getting into uh i'm like working really hard i work really hard in high school to get to where i'm at and like i'm trying to get into these spaces and here comes this little rich white girl that is able to just put a, have her parents put a few money on the table and she's in she's in no questions asked the law had to get involved and and most of the time they don't so it's just like really bumming uh, and it's like ugh, this like that's allowed like that's okay and they take up space and they continue to get and 
one thing about it was like she was talking about oh i worked really hard in high school and stuff like that i was like wait but when you got into college like does she not realize that there was something going on because when she got into college she was not working at all like she made a whole youtube video about it like oh college to her was just like a party like she literally said it in the youtube video like it's just a place for her to have fun she didn't really work or stuff like that I was like okay you worked hard in high school what happened to college I would have hated to have a group assignment with her. Uh-uh. No. And then it's like, okay, you worked hard. And that's just like, you honestly, truly did not realize that something was going on in the way that you got into USC with the work ethic you don't got. It's like, it's really, I find it really hard to believe, like, she had zero idea of what was going on. And, like, granted, she said, oh, that's just normal. But you really think there was nothing going on, and you want to come to this Red Table Talk trying to get a redemption arc because you went to this little inner city program, and you was like, oh, my gosh, I've been enlightened. I've been enlightened about my white privilege that I did not know I had. I just, like, okay, granted, good for you. But the damage has been done and the damage will continue to happen because sadly there are more students like you. There's more students that have families that are willing to put money that are donating to the school, bribing the school to, to get them in to take space. College for you was just a decoration. That diploma, if you were even going to get it, was just a decoration. You really did not benefit from going to school and you wouldn't. It's just something to have. And that's a lot of things with these rich families. Like one of the main reasons for a lot of people to go to college is yes, for like academic interests and academic passes, but it's for social and economic mobility, especially for like low-income students, first generation students. You are already at the top. You are already in that 1%. What do you gain from going to college when you don't even care about like learning? It's just a decoration and she admitted to that. So as much as it is race, it's also class and the intersectionalities between race and class because they would rather take a rich black uh, kid with a rich black family than a low income black kid. Like, and I didn't like in the comments, <laughs> the Facebook comments, they were saying, it's not racist class. It's not racist class. It's like, it's both. Two things can be right. Two things can happen, be happening at the same time. It's race and class. It's the intersectionalities of them. Like, like and it was like these white people in the comments, like, I know it's not racist class. So like, it's like true, but it's both happening at the same time. The fact that she's white and rich plays into how she was able to not only get through this college admission thing but as granny said the fact that she's all this happened and she's still able to get on this red table talk and speak about what she did and the way she did it is the definition of white privilege the definition of white privilege and the definition of class of rich privilege too and white rich privilege like and her parents and granny granny did a great job at this like oh and the, her parents okay they're gonna go they're in jail they're gonna come out and life will be fine it didn't matter if she got on this red table talk or not she would have been fine regardless 
sure she might have felt sad she might have been um a little bit depressed or she might not have had her her sponsorships and even that like in a few years watch she's gonna be having her youtube channel she's gonna have some makeup deals she's gonna be right back to normal because it's okay for her it's like it, this this system is made for her to be okay no matter what what these situations happen but someone like me someone like a lot of these low-income students a lot of these low-income black students they won't be able they would not be able to do this and they would not be able to bounce back in the way that she is in the way that she is about to do and one thing about the jada that i didn't like she was like kind of like filling in words for um um olivia throughout the conversation like she would be talking and she would be like um like filling in like when there was like a pause she would be like filling in like phrases for her and it was like yeah yeah like yeah i completely completely understand it was like quit pacifying her like let her explain herself without your like like added input like this needs to be coming from her and that was just annoying me and yeah and then um and then they were just talking about oh and um they did they, they didn't really wrap it up in a great way they just started like kicking and laughing and like um and like Jada was like oh you 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 got um granny's approval so you good <laughs> and it's like um it was like i don't i don't want you to think that i was personally coming for you this is like bigger thing and so they're like oh she's like oh i didn't want to make you angry and stuff like that. i was like i don't care. Uh, it was just so frustrating because they're like y'all did nothing like this interview did nothing for me and that just let me know i was not the target audience i was not the target audience so then that gets to the point like why 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 did she have to go on the red table talk what does she like it's been a year she's already been in like i like she hasn't really been in the limelight and she, like nobody was really talking about her so it's like why would she do this and here is my little theory um she's getting ready to do something big or she wants to get back to like youtube she wants to get back to like makeup she wants to get back to getting brand deals and she realized that if she would just do it because it's the way that she would be fine if she didn't or did this red table talk she realized that she couldn't just do it well she could have but it wouldn't look good on her part and it's all about image it wouldn't look good on her part to just start like going back to normal because people will be able to call her out and like oh what about this incident like you're just able to do this like why privilege why i was like blah, 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 blah. and now so now that she did this red table talk people like any like whenever she comes back and does her youtube or when she comes back and does her makeup deals or um or any endeavor that she wants to do or big endeavor in the limelight in the public if anybody's like oh what about this oh what did you do and like granted people will still be um calling her out like me like me like you're still able to do this like you're still be able to move on and do this despite all this and but like the grand majority of people are gonna be like okay it was like oh someone's gonna be like oh what happened oh like what about this college incident like you're just able to bounce back and they're just like like someone can say oh she, she watched the red table talk she already addressed all this she's apologized she's good so so this was like a little cushion so that she can so she can go do her endeavors without people being able to like they will be able to but they won't be able to as well as they could because she did this red table talk and it went so quote-unquote well and um then that brings me to the point why the red table talk 
like she could have went to like Good Morning America. She could have went to like Oprah. She could have did like she could have went to any anywhere to do it. And I think she kind of hinted at it like it was like a conversation based show that she could be able to talk. And as Granny said, I think the fact like like three black women like confirming and like kind of like co-signing her in her um, development and in her apology goes a lo- goes a longer way, especially in the year 2020 when everyone wants to act like a performative activist. And yeah. And you know the timeliness is kind of weird because like it's been a year. What? Why do we? Why would we care? And I think Granny hit it at it. It's like in the year, in this year, with everything going on and with all the racial injustice, I find it really hard to care about whether you're sorry or not because honestly, that is not a worry I have. And that's like I feel the exact same way. Like. Why should I care about your like how you feel about your situation? And while it was her red table talk, I really like. I wish it wasn't completely centered around her. I wish it was centered around the implications, the impact it has, and how people, what people like her, how that impacts the like the world at large and they hinted at that here and there but not in the like not in the best way and not in the most productive way and yeah and she she did her research like she went to what she uh she clearly went to wikipedia and looked at what white privilege is she watched like a youtube video or so and like that's probably the most research she did with the way she was answering questions very surface level but in the year 2020 she it, it does the work because they're not expecting much from her anyway I didn't really gain anything from this podcast besides the fact that she's going to be fine regardless. And I don't know how many times I can say that, but she is going to be fine regardless. In this day and age, it doesn't matter if she apologized or not, whether she feels sorry or not, the world's still going to turn. She's going to be fine. She's going to be able to bounce back. She's still going to have money. She's still going to have these connections. Um, and people like her families like her families with uh with class with um with money can be able to still continue to do stuff like this now and in the future unless things change unless the college admission process change and, and the world change like th- this is going to continue happening and she's going to be fine and people like her will continue to be fine with the privilege that they have whether they acknowledge it or not so like right really doesn't matter and it's like okay she says she wants to use her privilege for good now i was like okay how what are you gonna do that won't turn into a white savior complex like what are you gonna do like i love how like as soon as you say oh you want to use your privilege for good i was like jada was like yes oh my gosh bravo bravo yep yep you want to use your privilege to help those less fortunate than you oh my god great job i was like okay like why are you plotting her to, like it's a ugh. it's like kind of savior complex without even acknowledging the scope and impact of what she did like i wonder if she she's read any articles about the impact of the situation what this really means about the college admission process and how fraudulent it is and you know yeah and then you're just connecting it into like the bigger scope like whenever i was reading this i was 
you know, when I first got into Stanford, I was like, oh my gosh, how did I get in? How did I, like, how did I get in? Like, you know, like that imposter syndrome, like, oh, I haven't done nothing. I haven't, like, discovered a cure to cancer. I haven't done any of that. And then, like, you know, the more that I'm, like, in it, granted, I just finished my first um, quarter, I'm just, like, I'm looking around some of these people. I'm like, it's, 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 it's less about how I got in. It's more like, how did y'all get in? And... You know, it's just like there's a lot of things that need to be fixed with the college admission process and why, and like, and they're trying to get rid of this affirmative action curse, redacted curse word. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much all I I had to say about this. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you hope you learned a thing or two, or I hope you were able to. Um, understand what I'm saying and be, be able to formulate your own opinions about this and I would love to hear from you about like how this podcast was did you enjoy it um, um, any opinions you have I'm free my podcast account I'm free all that um, to discuss like I always like hearing back from listeners you guys and I like hearing back about, like feedback or any just commentary about my podcast in general that always makes me feel good um, and make sure you follow me on my uh, social medias and that um, you um, you make, make sure that you um, buy some art, buy some stickers, all that. And I will see y'all next time. Um, maybe next week, maybe the week after. We don't know, but we will see. I don't know. That's right. All right. See y'all. Bye. Mwah. This was a coming of age, but in real life, a podcast by Osaka.